I don't even hit you guys up. I walk in the living room. I go, yo, boys, I got a job for us. At this time, I had not even been a producer for a year. Raiden's like, yo, Reef, we got forty-five dollars to $55,000 to do this. And I'm like, dude, what the? Five cities, 11 separate locations, eight talent, and seven different cars to rent. But now are you thinking that you lowballed a little bit? I'm starting to add stuff up and I'm like, we're not going to make any money from this. You were supposed to edit the BTS video and gave me your cut of that. Right. Gus was like so tired. He was coming off a run with Loud Luxury. He's like, ooh, I really am not feeling that. Right. Edit. We're shooting this car and uh, it's probably important if you're driving a car that your talent has a driver's license. That was an issue. That was it's one of our issues. valid in the United States. That was one of our issues for sure. There's a lot of power lines out here. Don't hit one. I've seen a lot of people crash. And I tell you that yes. as you're like... As you're saying, not me, and you're just like <laughs> ripping it up there. I get another phone call. Hey, is this the, uh, you're renting my Porsche Taycan tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's me. Oh, the fender off of it is just destroyed, so I can't rent it to you anymore. Cool, the shoot's in like fucking eight hours. It's great. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, people kept trying to drive through our, our set, and we had to direct traffic to start going the other way. We had to have Keon start directing traffic. Keon was in the video. I think we might have told him, hey, the shot doesn't make any sense. I don't even think that we told him that it doesn't make sense. We just nodded and said I yes. I think we just said, yep, you're giving us a million dollars right and then after the call ended we were like i don't think that really makes sense Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 87 of the 505 podcast. We got a jam-packed one for jam you. Jam-packed. Dude, we got a new rock in the corner. Oh, whoa. Oh. Whoa! Oh, that's, not, that's not Keon. Did Keon let his hair grow a little yeah, bit? Yeah, he oh, got swapped it, out. You got he grew a, out a beard. Yeah, Did he holy get a tan too. Yeah, what the hell is he rocking a phenomenal sweater? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I uh, I want to start this off. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what's coming here. Oh oh oh! oh. Spillage. A lot of spillage, but it was Bro, cool. I liked it. The, that was the first time ever that my finger yeah, landed on that. the it tab. It was sick. It was sick. But it's going to be a 4-2 with that big dent on oh, the side. Yeah. Sorry, team. I actually would give you some points for the spill. I thought it made it more dramatic and cool. So I've been fucking these up lately. Come on. Give it to me, baby. Beat me. Oh. Oh. I didn't. I wasn't that smooth but, with the putback, but I think that was. It just wasn't as smooth it wasn't as it could have been. was it? 7-4. I'll take it. Yeah. As long as I'm not in the fucking... That was a really good one. It just the you can really the can it. yeah you kind of half opened it there. Ah shit. Yeah, six two. Bitch, um, give me in the corner. What do you hey, got for us? This one already has a dent in okay, it, so okay. I'm just putting it out we'll there. We'll let first. that slide. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, wow. sounded good. The sound at the second part kind of threw we, me off. We a should little. probably it was my the back we should probably side. explain okay. who's in the corner. Yeah, we got Sharifa Cheksai joining us in the corner. I have never heard his last name. I before. was about to say that as well. Really? I, I have Sharif Rock in my phone. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Sharifa Cheksai in the corner. He's a producer at the ad agency Seventy Two and Sunny. Boom! Big agency. Big, big rock. producer. Big dude. Rock Older. in the corner, dude. Uh, and he's he's gonna be sitting in here helping us with this show because he was very an integral part of this uh, this podcast that we're gonna get into in yes. a sec, dude. The uh, the stuff is just going crazy in camera world. So yeah. much. Oh, camera world's all so over the place. So much stuff is going on. I love camera world. Dude. Yeah, they're just dropping. They're just bored and they're putting out stuff. I feel like there's always this explosion where it's like nothing, 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 and then like back back in the day, it was like nothing, and then R5, R6, A7S3, like all that shit came out and like and Komodo all came out in like the same fucking month, and it's nuts. And they're doing it again. Do you think they talk? I don't think they talk. I think they leak, dude. I think they got moles in Canon and Sony, and they're. Talk to each other. <laughs> they're like 24 we're developing a 24 to fucking 105 f 2.8 and they're like you no way and then they fucking tell sony and then they start developing it they get their nerds on it and then they fucking come and their nerds it. battle in the same week they fucking come out with both of them so no one gets ahead what i think is <laughs> what i think so crazy is we're getting to a point where you feel like what else can they do to make these cameras and lenses better it, it, and then they drop what they drop and you're like, oh, that's shit. That's how. It seems like, you know how they were always like, we were like, why can't they just make the perfect lens? And uh -huh. they were like, fuck it. We'll get closer. You know, like, <laughs> like they probably could have made it. Okay. This is what I'm talking personally about the, yeah. the, did Sony make one too or is it just Canon? Just the, Canon. Canon made the 24 to 105 f 2.8. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. 
right? That length of that fucking range of zoom. And that lens has only ever been an F4, four, right? Yeah. So I have it. I have the F4. We yeah. both, we share. Yeah. 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 We share. Oh, whoa. Spinneruski. <laughs> we share the, bow. <laughs> we share the F4 version of that lens. Which is, hey, make the aperture a little better. Yeah. A little make better. Make it a little faster. Yeah. And then they did. But I didn't think that they ever would because they were like, we're just never going to give you that. Yeah. I thought, but because in, in our book, right, that cannibalizes the 24 to 70. Which it did. It did. They, they fucked that No lens. one's going to buy the 24. Why would you buy the 24 to 70 when you can get an extra... I would, you know, I would 35 millimeters, which a lot big difference. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same aperture. It's yeah. insane. I'd like to see the lens in person because it's probably a pretty big lens. It is a little yeah. bigger. It's bigger. Bigger's better, you know? Yeah, but I hear bigger's not always better. Yeah, come on. It can guys. be too big. <laughs> it's how you use the lens. Exactly. Is what matters the most. Of Does the it lens. telescope? Does it get longer when you use it? <laughs> yeah, it, this one doesn't. It doesn't telescope. No. Which it's is a shower, which is not a grower. Yeah, big, it's a full shower. Dude, what you see is what you get. So, yeah, yeah, you just boom, that's it, right, right there, you know. I got like one of those kit lenses that's like starts as a pancake and you turn the camera on, you know, and you can't even fit it the in eight, your fucking the, tripod anymore. The eighteen to fifty-five. Yeah, that's exactly what I. This have. is a better one, dude. They gets, also gets the job done, but, but that's it's like, like F five. You know, Dude, what's up with those lenses that are like it's F4, affordable. 2, F5.6? And it's like you zoom in and it gets darker. Uh -huh. That was the fucking bane of my existence, dude. They don't got you like that anymore. <laughs> I had one of those too. Dude, those sucked. You remember Anyways. that? You're like, I'm going to crash through yeah, it. It's yeah. like, oh, it's dark as yeah, shit now. It's just all confused. Yeah, Sony sucked. Sony wanted to come play though. So they, they yeah. threw their hat in the ring and they said, hey, we're going to come out with something no one's asking for. The Sony A9 III. <laughs> um, you know, because if you want to shoot a hummingbird <laughs> sipping out of a fucking bird right, feeder, this right. is your fucking camera, totally. dude. It's, it's the hummingbird camera. It's the sure. hummingbird yeah. camera. That's what I'm referring it as. So is it, I don't really know. I, I don't you. really follow yeah. Sony rumors. Okay. So we got on the Sony A9 III, what no one asked for is the global shutter. <laughs> Zero distortion. Uh, we got 120 frames per second of blackout-free photos, which no one needs. So it's like, do a, you need that? No, that's an, it's like a Komodo. Do you need that? Could you fucking Shreve? imagine shooting a hunt, dude? <laughs> if you shoot a card out on this, so you got to get seven terabytes of cards. Call oh, the call the card reader companies. I didn't even think about that. Seven terabytes of cards got to happen. Shreve, would there ever be a job that you're producing big 72 and sunny spot that you're like, we need to shoot 120 frames of photos? per second well god forbid you miss something yeah yeah no never <laughs> that's what i thought okay so Brady we love might. sony hey, Brady we might love need sony. It. i might need it spray and pray it's got okay this is actually a really cool thing so with video there's this thing called pre-recording on most cinema cameras and so when you when we're shooting basketball sometimes i'll be editing on the floor that camera is basically always recording a second before i hit the button so, and nice. so on a fast break if you pick it up it's like oh it's already recording for the second and now with photo it's bursting for a second before you take the shot but that just see you're a photo guy. What do you think about that? Do you need that? Do Is you have problems with bursting before you take the shot? Yeah, I just feel like, like that's silly for photo. Kind of. I think it's just yeah. nice to have. Okay, nice to I, have. You know what? I'd rather have it than not. Do you need those extra 120 photos of the fucking ground before you actually pick your camera up and shoot it? And so go, it's like a live photo. Like, I don't, there's only one good frame. I don't shoot sports, but I would assume right. probably that, sick like, that kind of stuff. it's sick. Like events, sports, which is probably what this camera is geared towards. You're not always going to use it. Right, no, I think this is for the, Nat Geo. The global shutter thing is nuts. The global sh shutter thing is nuts. That's but, something you only get in like a red or but fucking... But see, but what's crazy though is this isn't, in my opinion, this isn't the photo video like... Uh, Mega boom? Well, no, no. I just don't think that uh, a hybrid person... Are you going to buy this fucking camera? You're right. You, I think you're going to get the best photo camera and then you'd have your video person shoot the best video. I don't know. You, you almost like... You don't... Like hybrid shit never needs to be that good. That's I, what you're saying. I agree You don't completely. need an Ari and a Leica in one. No one's ever going to need that, right? They're usually the best at one. Right. I don't know. How expensive is it? It's got to be nuts. Can we get uh, our producer in the corner to look that up? Sony A. Let's see if you can pull it up faster. What yep. are we looking at? A93. Oh, he's, he's already on it. Oh, Reef's got $4,500. $4,500. Honestly, China cheap. What's the A1? That, that's the A2 that you're looking at right there. Oh, let's see price. Sure, if you messed that oh, up, I messed up too. There's no way because the A one. It's not. Wow. Be, it's not out. It's got to be like six. Look at look up. Like six thousand. Six k. Yeah, that's. Isn't what I that thought. what the A one is? Yeah. Wow. Honestly, better kind of a better bang, bang, for your buck. better bang for your buck to get. I wonder this. if it has a flip screen. 
<laughs> Honestly, real but question. 4K where, 120, 10 bit video, 759 point autofocus with subject recognition. It's Everyone funny does. that they tell you all this shit and they don't say the fucking screen flips out. Tell us, dude. Kosas has been bugging uh, about this he, for months. You text me about it. Kid's been losing sleep over the screen flipping out. Looks like a flip out screen. Wow. That, that, oh, oh dude, your right? A1 might have just broke. Oh, I think it did break. Oh, it does. Maybe. I don't know. Ooh, I don't think so. I think it just hey, goes out. If you know if it flips out or not, leave us call a message us. The, yeah, or call. The global shutter is crazy because now that allows no limit, no speed limit on a flash. Like, you know oh, how you have to, yeah. you have to use on a regular flash. You can't go past a certain shutter speed because then you right. get the lines. Yep. Having global shutter allows you to, in theory, the camera shoots one over 80,000 of a second for right, shutter speed. Right, right. So you could, in theory, shoot a flash photo that fast. Not that you ever would, but the fact that it has the capability mm. is pretty insane. Yeah, global shutter is not, especially for like even video. I mean, that's like a gold standard for like a cinema camera that this fucking hybrid camera little, has. Yeah, the little hybrid big. I don't even you can think you could call that a Dizzler, dude. That's not a pea shooter. I don't know what that is. I know it's like a Megatron in the smallest body possible. Yeah. My thing is this. I think that like, Maybe this isn't the right camera to have all those specs, global shutter, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the fact that now a camera, yeah. like yeah. a prosumer camera that's not a cinema camera, has global shutter means it's coming to everything else. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably. Yeah, big it, step. Now we just need open gate, and it's like, dude, what else? Oh, then we're done, dude. Yeah, we're then we're locked. done. Then we stop buying stuff, dude. And on on the topic of huge announcements, if uh, if you're oh. a person out there, okay, and you listen to the show, you like, you think you may hang out with us, and maybe you live in L.A. You have to live in L.A. Yeah. And you might want to chef up some clips for the rocks. DM us your portfolio and say, I want to help with clips. And we'll know, okay? And you're going to email this email, okay? You're going to email 23figgy at gmail.com. It'll be linked. It'll be linked down below. F-I-G-G-Y. At gmail.com. I will block you if you're sending me weird shit, okay? Send them weird Don't shit. Don't send me weird shit, Okay. And send me your portfolio so we can see, you know, what kind of stuff you're you're making. You don't have to be, a, you don't have to be doing this for years. Like if you're green to this editing stuff, that's totally fine. We want someone creative. We want someone that we can hang out with, and we need someone here in LA. So let us know. It's a paid position, but also we're offering mentorship, and that's mm. why we want we want someone in LA because like you're gonna come hang out with us, become a part of the 505 squad, edit our pod clips, help Keon out. Keon's gonna show you like how we do our stuff. And um, we're just trying to expand our team one rock at a time. Boom. I think the mentorship thing is actually pretty underrated. I think we offered Key on that and I thought, eh, we might be selling him <laughs> some shit that he might not get. <laughs> but Keon came to us bad. Keon couldn't open the damn laptop. Can, keep it, and now he is so good at Keon so is, many things that Keon he's is, just like getting job offers. He's the ace, dude. Keon yeah. is the ace. And all it took was just a little bit of mentorship. A little and, TLC. And like a little, what was it, a year or two years? Four years. Four years? <laughs> no, how long <laughs> was it? Like two years? Nah, bro. Keon, year and a half. Keon, was, year and a half. Keon was locked in, I feel he's like. He's been locked in for a minute now. For like, I feel like after three months of grinding, dude, he did it every did day you, for would you, hours and hours a day. Would you say he became locked in on the story we're about to tell. I feel like it was like right around, yeah. right after yeah. that. Yes, he came dude. home from that and yeah. he was like, No, Shit. I remember because Brayden brought him over to my house right before we started doing this. And he's like, Sharif, meet our new intern. <laughs> yeah. And then right after that, he was like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. Cause, and he, cause he did not carry his own weight on the, what we're about to say, <laughs> oh, no, dude. dude. He, he was slow. Dude, he was just like forgetting shit. So we, let's get into it. Let's yeah, get into let's it. Get into it, dude. So you, you get a DM. From the from the Instagram gods, tell me what was literally the gods. What dude. was going through your mind when you get this message? Well, at first I didn't open it. I low key like left it in the request for a little bit because I didn't. It kind of seemed a little oh, sketchy. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I opened it. They were reaching out. They were like, we want to work with you. We like your stuff. We have a potential uh, gig. So I send them my email. I hop on a call with them. And when I tell you, it was like quite possibly the best discovery call i mean the client was just like we got this idea for this video we like your stuff we got a fat budget and i'm like which is just so rare yeah so unicorn. rare unicorn you found a unicorn like, in your dms i'm like you know what you guys are saying all the right things right now i think we can yeah. i think we can work together yeah i'll do that yeah. so anyways what do, what do i do is i hit up or i i don't even hit you guys up i walk in the living room i go yo boys yeah i got a job for us and then um, we were like yeah. Yep. Lock it in. Because I knew that it was uh, beyond what only I could do. And at this point, this was years ago. So it was like, 
I had never really worked on a big, this was like the first thing really that we all worked on together that was like a big budget production. And so we kind of thought we knew what we were doing and we kind of figured it out like along the way, but I brought you guys on. You guys kind of really took the lead on the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I think you, Braden, kind of just took like the the producer, you and Sharif, you brought on big boy Sharif over there to just kind of like fucking actually figure out, because it's logistically, logistically, it was a nightmare. Oh my yeah. God. And you guys tackled that. I got to tackle some like creative treatments and stuff, which was nice, way more chill than what the fuck you guys did. I mean, it was really, what, what really people don't see when you go to a job or you do something like this is there's months of nights that mm, are going into yeah. trying to make the thing possible and like, once we get into the actual budget breakdown, we're going to tell you guys numbers. So if you're wondering, you know, it's not going to be vague. It's going to be direct and to the point. But me and Reef were working for like 10 cents an hour. Yeah. The you end, guys were grinding. At the end man. of this thing, because we underestimated it so much of how many different uh, people that would need to help on something like this, how how much money all of this stuff costs, um, and just doing something out of state. Deal, of, in oh my, multiple states multiple yeah. states also how much or why it's important to incorporate pre-production into your cost because you guys were working so mm. hard and so many hours right. like before we even started shooting totally and and they had so they had came to you with this number we, we actually know we got on the phone and i i was banking in the back of my i was the guy who said the price originally and when they were telling me this on the phone, you're ballparking it to them, right? So they say, oh, they're telling you, oh, we want to do it in this state. We want to do this. Like, okay, we need some cars. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like, and I had never thrown, I had, no, I had thrown out a number this high before, but I was like, let's just see if this is in the range. It said they have a big budget. Let's see if this makes sense for them. I was like, this could be anywhere from like 40 to like 50, 55,000. Right. And I just sat. They're like, that's great. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, let's figure out how we actually now make right. make this movie like happen. You and know, at, at this point, you're throwing out that number. They say yes, I'm ready to retire. Ghost is ready to retire. He thinks that's retirement. It's money. A, yeah. a million dollars in my mind. My flash in my head is how the fuck are we gonna pull this shit off now? That, now that we actually are like, we kind of got to do yeah. it because like you can't say no to that. But it was logistically insane. I knew immediately to call Reef though, yeah, because I was right like, choice. this is this is someone that's going to be our backbone in this uh, situation. Keep all of our ADHD creative yeah, one brains. One person that doesn't have ADHD yes. would be helpful. Well, one that's person, just not the case. One person, that, <laughs> one person that has it, but is more one locked in on numbers. Medicated or number, something. Yeah, exactly. Numbers and stuff. And I, I also like, I really didn't know what a producer even actually did. And then <laughs> found out, found out yeah. really quick that like, it's really nice to have a producer because they handle all the logistics. Well, you know what wasn't really nice? <laughs> now I'm a very well established 72 and sunny producer that works on the get NFL. Get your plug in, get your plug yeah, in. Get your plug yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I have a uh, not a Grammy, Emmy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's coming soon. Coming soon. What's, what's the four? The the ergot the, the or uh, egot? The egot. Yeah, yeah. you get your Tony. Yeah, yeah. your Oscar. We're, we're go. going. For but anyways, keep going. So at this time, I had not even been a producer for a year, and <laughs> Braden's like, "Yo, Reef, we got forty-five to fifty-five thousand dollars to do this," and I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay." Well, that's like a good amount of money. Let me like start breaking down costs. And I'd only looked at a handful of budgets before and right. like breakdowns of everything. And so I'm just like, okay, we need, what was it? Let me, five cities, mm -hmm. 11 separate locations, eight talent, and seven different cars to rent. So, Jesus Christ. so now are you thinking that you lowballed a little bit? Oh, dude, I, well, I realized immediately once I started going to these moonlighting sessions at Reef's house yeah, and yeah. I'm starting to add stuff up and I'm like, oh shit, like we're not going to make really right. a, any money from this. Like right. if you really break down the days, how much amount of power it comes into, I'm like, this is really an experience shoot. And I remember coming back to you guys telling you what you're going to make and you're like, Jason's like, that's that's a lot less than I thought we were going to make. And I'm like, dude, I know, but this, like I'm taking like we're right. all taking less bread and we're just going to do this for the experience. And I wouldn't have traded the experience and the stories for anything in the world. Right. And we can say that the number was higher than that. Right. It yeah. ended up being around yeah. what? 70. Yeah. 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 Because shit got expensive dude, yeah. and there were add-ons and shit. And you can tell them about the pitching of that. No. And so I, I remember once I realized that it was going to be more money, we had to, this is a phone call that you just have to have. You can't just send them an invoice and say, oh, it just magically hopped up a shit ton more money. Right. Um, so, you know, you have to call them and say, hey, listen, this is why it's going to be more money. And these cars are really expensive. Renting cars in every seat, you have to get insurance. Especially not cheap you cars. Have 
expensive cars, yeah, Porsches. Expensive. I got fucking, to drive a Porsche you icon around LA for like three days. It fucking rocks. Um, yeah. Well, and the same cars, mind you, yeah. in oh, various different cities. It had to be the same well, exact actually, model, make, and color. Which they weren't. <laughs> because... You know, it just didn't happen for us. No, and so once once you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, right? You got meals, you got permit costs, you have your crew that's actually going to help you. You have food for your crew that is way more expensive than fifteen dollars per meal for each person. <laughs> on, the, on the crew, dude, we were trying to make, we're trying to make costs work, dude. Yeah, we're trying to make costs work. Um, oop, dude, Ubers. When we landed in a, in a state, we get to Florida, bro. And I'm like, oh, let me get a lift. It's like a 17 hour lift yeah. to the to the Airbnb, bro. It was four hundred dollars for the Ubers from there and back to the airport. That's how expensive that was. Yeah, because oh, and get this, we had to get an Uber Black because the XLs there was no XLs in the area. Of course, they're oh, all busy. You took that. I Ubered to a different place so I could pick up the car. Yes, 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 yes. We yeah. had and and so all the gear that we had was tens of thousands of dollars of gear that we were traveling with, and you're also banking on the gear showing up in the city. You're banking on it showing up You're in the city. You're definitely banking on that. You're banking yeah. on it showing up. You put locks on the stuff, we had air tags and the stuff, and the stuff felt like it was going to be late. Um, you know, and so, Sharif, what were all these cities? So we had LA. We had LA, Austin, mm-hmm, Austin. Boca Raton, Florida. Yep. Chicago, Chicago and San Francisco. I have the realization that 50 is just not going to cut it. Right. 50 is not going to cut it at all. We're going to literally lose tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, okay, um, you know what? I'm going to have to call the people that work at this company. I'm like, hey, listen, I think I need an extra 15. And they're like, for what? And I'm like, oh, for these cars are going to be really expensive. The flights are super expensive. And mind you, we have looked at all of this information for the flights weeks prior to when they sign the damn statement of work. And so these flights have actually literally doubled for each person. Um, you know, and so I'm like, oh my God, okay, whatever. It's the so, first time closest didn't fly first class. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was flying out. in the back and right. shit and it was all confusing for him and he was lost, lost in the airport. I didn't understand that. Like, I didn't understand if you say, why. If you say that. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why, like, my seat didn't recline all the way back. Right, right. I didn't, my, my back was hurting that. I mean, it was, dude. dude. His back was hurting. Those, Took a nap. I, I want you, let, pull up this, this, uh, yeah. the budget breakdown for me. Reef, I want you to talk me through uh, what what was really going on here with with our numbers um, and kind of where we came to these these uh, these end spots? After we pivoted to get sixty five instead of the fifty, we had to break everything down backwards, starting with travel and stay. Had to do a lot of research on flights to Austin, Chicago, Boca Raton, and San Francisco. <laughs> And then stay like hotels in each of them and had to figure out how much money ballparking, how much that would cost. And then food every day, which I definitely undershot, <laughs> as we know. Um, and then the equipment that we would need to rent. And that was really just like lighting. And we used a couple of stabilizers and gimbals. But for the most part, we had a lot of the equipment. So that was like where we were able to create a little bit of a pad Mm -hmm. in which if you're ever producing anything, make sure you have a fucking pad. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Because something will go wrong. Everything. Oh, I mean, like, this time everything went wrong. Like but tight, something Titan will go tubes wrong. a little too heavy to check, so oh. they cost a thousand dollars to fucking. Oh, oh, oh my dude. god! It's yeah, like five hundred. Right? Every, everything that you could think of that would cost more money it costs did. more money. Yep. Give the actual numbers. Yeah, so give for, me the numbers. Yeah, give me the for numbers everything. for for the equipment budget, the travel and stay, just like top the post. To bottom. Yeah, just yeah. Read them go, off. go from top. Talent crew. What did you start out at? Okay, talent and crew. <laughs> I started out as twenty one thousand five hundred dollars for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people, and that's two PAs, photographer, DP, director, in which we all kind of co directed together, the producer, and our talent. And mind you, we had eight talent. Yeah, bro. I had $3,000 we'll, for eight we'll people. Get, yo, we'll get into how we made that work, yeah. which we fucking yeah, did. Yeah, which we did, baby. Yeah. We made it work. But we had severely we'll undershot the talent budget of $3,000. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, we'll keep going down. Then equipment, $8,750 for rentals. And obviously, you still own equipment, but people have to rent that from you. Like just because you have it doesn't mean that you don't need to charge for it. That's a industry standard. So you should be charging for your client to rent the equipment because if they, if you didn't have it, they would need to rent it from somewhere else. Uh, and then travel and stay was around $13,300 in which also undershot 
immensely. Um, as Braden mentioned, every flight doubled and we, hotels are expensive for what? Four of you guys traveling. Looking at this, 4750 for how many people were we flying with? Five, Five. people? Six people? No, 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 four no, 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 people. Four people. It was you three and Keon. Yeah. Can I see this while Four people. Down. And then and then thinking about having to do this in like LA and then four other cities, that's that's uh, that's like we a thousand dollars. We should have been ten K on the travel and say now that we're talking about it back. Easily, 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 150 grand. I could have spent it like nobody's business. You could have spent it and still like not made a lot of money. No, 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 you know absolutely I mean? not. No, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. If you did this, the permits alone for something like this, $70,000 without a doubt in my brain, right. without a doubt, which we got all those permits for. Totally did. Got them all <laughs> locked, locked and yep. loaded, dude. Mm-hmm. And then post-production reef. Post-production, we were at $14,000. So, And break we, that down. Yeah, we had... Which is also super low. low. I've now learned that oh usually post budget should match the, the production, production the, like really? the actual shoot day budgets. Yeah, because it's longer; it goes yeah, on for so, so fucking long. long. So many revisions. And you need like experts too. Yeah, the best people. That is thing. so low. So oh, low. it's extremely low. But I w- also would say it's still technically less for post, just because you have less people. Like right. there's so many totally. people on set. Totally. So you're like I'm working with budgets of like. $200,000 for post or not for post for production for a day, 350 for a day. And then we pay 90 K for the entire edit. Oh, wow. I, I only tell companies that when I'm doing post. Typically, this is the same price for I just, post I just, and I just, pro. But that's just edit too. Yeah. Like yeah. color costs money. That's what VFX I'm saying. Yeah. Money. All, all so post. all post production. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd say it has to even out. Be similar. This yeah. is what I tell people. Again, it, I don't even know if that's true. And also with post. And so when I was trying to get this number from 50 to 65, I added deliverables uh, because it's obviously it's adding more work, adding more work for us, adding more things that they'd say, hey, would you like this stuff? And they're like, right. yeah, absolutely. That works. And so that's also how we were able to add more money into the budget, which we had. So we had $2,000 for a colorist. Adam fucking Simmons of all people. Dude, he's he's probably trying to comment on the pod live. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. So, so we had $2,000 for the colorist, $4,000 for the long form video, a 60 second cut down, which was a thousand, a 30 second and two 15 second cut downs, which was 2,540 retouched images at 2,500 and a BTS video at 2,000. And I think the BTS video was just for us. No, 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 no. no. no I, I, did, I edited it for them. Yeah, I edited oh. the BTS. Yeah, they you were that. you were supposed to edit the BTS video and gave me your cut of that. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's what he said. Ghost was like so tired. He was coming off a run with loud luxury. And he's like, ooh, I really am not feeling right. that edit today. Yeah, the post-production budget is low. Mind you, it was just Chef Fig and <laughs> it was I. Rock just, and pop. Just fucking, I'm the first four line items. Yeah, yeah. First four. Did not get paid. Did not get paid as such, but I was the first four. Well, and we, how all, did we I, all to make it work. How did I come to these numbers? We made them up. Pulled them out of my ass. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And then we have miscellaneous but at the were, bottom. They ended up being kind of accurate, honestly. So, so wait, at the bottom we have the car rentals, mm. and then we have props, props, and a thousand dollars of just miscellaneous. So miscellaneous total was about $6,000. And so that gave us to a grand total uh, of $63,500. And always, 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 if you're ever doing a shoot, there's a production shoot, you always are gonna charge 2.8% of insurance. And so that total was $1,778. Total price, $65,278. Which seems seems like a- big. Seems huge. You're probably sitting there like that- You retired. Is your month, it might be your yearly salary. That might be your year salary. Mama, you ain't gotta work no no, more. But you don't get all that money. In fact, you get not that much money (laughs) because shit's expensive. Shit is expensive and we learn so much. Okay, so question. Sharif and I guess Braden and Chase. How would you go about it now not working backwards? Like if someone's building out an estimate how do you really go about that? Let's ask Sharif as he has like actually gone through this process and now does thousands it for like of the times. biggest clients. Yeah. Well, I think you take the script and you kind of break it down. You do a whole script breakdown on what you need for each scene and just component of this production to make it happen. And you, you can kind of guesstimate in Los Angeles right now, if you're doing like larger commercials, it's around $350,000 a day for production. That's like the standard. So 
it really depends on the size of the production. But if it's something like this, you got to account hours. Hours is like crucial and day rates, true, true day rates. How many days are we actually going to be working on this in pre-pro, in pro and post? So pro is production. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're prepping, you typically do like a little bit less than your normal day rate, but then production is where you actually make the big bucks and you put your full day rate in there. So say your day rate is $1,500 for prep and pre-production, probably like $750 a day. So you want to be mindful and like still be supportive of the client because they're paying you to do this work and it's still good for you. It was still good for us. Like we got some fun experience and some good shots on our reels, but you need to get paid for the amount of hours you're putting in. And we were putting in a lot of hours. We put in so many hours to this thing, dude. And, and when you got to think about it, you, you can give them an estimate exactly like what I did on the phone. You're giving them a ballpark and then you're sending them back a line itemized breakdown of what every single thing is going to cost. Whereas we were doing this backwards has never worked with something of that size and of that stature. Um, And this is the thing too. I knew for a fact that if I brought, all the Avengers together, mm-hmm. you, Chase, Kostas, Reef, like Keon, it, it was going to make a great product. I was never worried about, oh, we're going to bite off more than we can chew because I'm like, we can make insane. We know how to make insane videos. It's more the logistical shit show of what actually transpired that was the biggest learning process of my entire life. More, right. more learning than college more learning than the way that you learn a business or like do business do production is by doing productions and you figure it out and you learn different things you learn problem solving skills like bro when we go i had to get um i had to get flights and all this stuff in these hotel rooms all this shit so i had gotten a business american express platinum card that i still have it's it's metal if you're nice. here one second dude let's hear it on the table let, let me the, the let table. me just do hey, well, let me get that wasn't a very yeah, loud yeah. that wasn't very loud there it is. You can really hear Sounds that. Kind of, yes, Sounds kind of cheap. It's thick. Yeah, um, it it's like thick. Plastic. High <laughs> limit. Um, so <laughs> I strategically went out though and got a 0% interest business credit card. And I strategically got one that had no limit. And so this though was my first time ever banking with American Express. Chase, I have like 100K limits on my cards with Chase. Sure, sure. They love me. They really like me a lot. Worked, I've been with them for a long time. American Express gives you an unlimited limit in quotes. That's not actually an unlimited limit. Mm. And so I went and put $10,000 on this card in a day. I got so many missed calls when I got really? out of the gym from American Express. I didn't have my phone. It was in, it was in the locker room. And uh, I get my phone. I'm like, oh my God, like, who's this number? I call them. They're like, you got to pay. You got to, are you, you going to fraud this account? Are you going to default it? They're freaking out. They're like, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I was like, if you fucking call me one more time, I'm going to pay all this off. I literally got 10 grand on my fucking checking, paid it all off. I was like, if you ever call me again, I'm not going to bank with you guys. And they're like, understood. Then they gave my limit even higher. They gave it to like 150,000. They loved is, it. They loved it. They loved me paying it off. And so that then allowed us to put all of this stuff on that card because I knew we were going to get paid off in thirds. So right. you get paid off a quarter, a quarter, a quarter. Those and are quarters, not thirds. Yep. But fuck, <laughs> dude, this is why I'm not the numbers guy. I'm the producer guy. I'm the video guy. I make this. Which hey, you got it though. Yeah, I made the plane. Land the plane. He's, he's all the guys. I had him all the guys. But I knew that we were going to get paid a, a third of that money. And so then I was like, okay, we'll pay off these cards. We'll be able to get all our stuff situated. Um, and so having business credit is so important though, because unless you have $20,000 sitting right. in your checking account, you're not going to lick like empty that right. for your shoot. You need to be relying on credit and you need to know obviously that you're getting paid for this stuff. Which is also important that step that we did add where we were like, okay, well, you'll pay us a third. Like what do we do before it exactly. started? So we could actually buy fucking shit, like pay off the card once we bought shit. Exactly. Then a third once we wrap production and then another third once we've finished I will all deliverables. chime in real quick. <laughs> we should have done it that way. We only did it in quarters. Oh, we did? We did do it. do it in quarters. Oh, oh, I thought it was thirds. We should have done it in thirds, but the standard is you get paid production 75%. 75% to start the job to get pay everybody, do all the rentals, everything you need. And then know. once you wrap the job, it's 25%. So we, wow. so we didn't know. We had, yeah, we had no I was idea. a rookie, yeah. rookie producer. Had no idea. Another rookie mistake that we made was <laughs> not being super clear on how long the video actually was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. In turn, or like what we realized is that they wanted a minute and a half long video. Now, the CEO of the company we're working with had this 
grandiose vision for this you know video in all these different cities so we made a script that was five pages long we wrote a whole script Sharif wrote crushed it crushed that script yeah. by the way crushed it incredible script I wrote Nailed that it. one scene you know I wrote that one pickup <laughs> you scene did. you wrote that one scene was great we were fucked we were fucked we wouldn't have that if we didn't have that we were production's fucked. done the poster thing dude yeah. that's important poster. so um, typically one page of a script is about a minute long keep so, in mind we have about a five minute long yeah. minimum video. The first draft that we presented them was what, like seven, eight minutes? And it banged. <laughs> it was sick, it was dude. So sick. Best shots ever. <laughs> Just all of the glory shots. And all so they go, this is great, but we need it to be a minute and a half. And we're like, how the hell are we going to trim right. down? We'll get into that when we get yeah. into post. Yeah. So uh -huh. let's get into what what gear did we bring along for this? I think that's interesting. Yeah, we brought two C70s. Good we had cameras. we had can yeah, yeah, camera. We had two Canon C70s. We had, you know, 15 to 35, 24 to 105. We had a, a prime. An we had eight. We had an eight prime. Yeah. We had a Ronin. We had a car Ronin rig. Yeah. We had all kinds of aperture lights that we had brought. That stereo was, tubes. That was terrifying to bring with us. Yeah. Uh, so heavy dude, too. It's so, yeah, the stereo, the stereo tubes were so expensive. Don't. Yeah, if I can make a point, don't travel don't. with the stereo mm. tubes because they're too heavy too to check. Heavy. Just rent them in whatever city you're going to if you fucking need them. It, oh my God, they were literally 90 something pounds and Keon was tasked with, oh, yeah. with bringing those. <laughs> those were yeah. his baby. <laughs> yeah, so we brought Keon along, which is funny. But anyways, <laughs> so the, the, the thought behind the two cameras, because you really only shoot with one camera yeah. at a time, but yeah. we had one like built up with a monitor, uh -huh. like a kind of an A-cam kind of vibe yes. on tripods or like handheld. And then we had another one that was just a dedicated steady cam like on God. the Ronin. Yeah. It was it was breaking down. There wasn't heavy shit on the camera. So we could quickly switch between fucking Ronin shots and like A-cam shots, which was really important. Yeah, and it made everything so much easier. Also, Reef had done such a good job of getting us all of these papers. So the night before, obviously, day weeks before, but you're prepping and you're looking at these shots and you have an order of what you want to go by because time creeps up on your ass so fast, dude. Mm -hmm. And oh my so light, light, dude, you look at it, it's there and then it's like, Gone. Where'd the sun go? Right. You know, where'd the sun go? And we were... We Especially were, now with fucking daylight savings. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Uh, Stark at 5 they, they need to change they that shit. They need to change that. They need to change that shit. But, um, <laughs> you know, we, we pulled in favors. Every favor we could call in the yeah. whole world. Your buddy so, Josh. So let's get into it. So we fly to Austin. Yeah. We lug all this heavy shit. Thousands of dollars in bags. We don't have a lot of money. Remember, we've like somehow just six, $5,000 is no dollars. So <laughs> no, no, not I, at this time though. At this time, I was still feeling yeah, rich. But we still like, Kosas and I slept on, on air mattresses at my buddy Josh's house who had just moved to Austin. Great fucking guy, Josh. You're a fucking legend. Before though. Braden stayed in luxury in I his friend Tennant's house. So yeah. <laughs> had a nice air mattress. <laughs> I met you guys there because I literally was coming right. off of a four day run with Loud Luxury. I call. was so fucking tired that I come to the shoot, you guys are shooting, and I'm like, I can't even keep my eyes open. That's like what we expected. We knew you were. And we then, knew you weren't gonna be. And then yeah. you, we're in the middle of shooting. And I'm just in the back of the car, passed out. Yeah, he, he was getting nap. his beauty rest. Yeah. yeah, and he brought us the client, so we were like, you know yeah, what, so you can take a nap. You can take a nap. But Chase and I are out shooting uh, this car. So and yeah, yeah, we're shooting this car, and uh, it's probably important if you're driving a car. That your talent has a driver's license. That was an issue. That was it's one of our issues. valid in the United States. That was one of our issues for sure. Yeah. They also didn't really know how to drive either. <laughs> like kind of knew how to drive. Kind of. I remember the funniest part was, no, this is great. In our first scene in Austin, we're in a garage and I go, hey, I need you to just back up and kind of whip out of here. Yeah. I mean, it was like watching paint dry. And I yeah. said, let me get in that fucking car. Yeah. Film, yeah. film. Right? Especially when you film car stuff. It's got to look fast. It has to look fast. They do everything faster than you think. Like live when they shoot that shit it's like holy fuck it's scary you you drive fast you stop really fast you stop, you stop hard because the slow it takes so long and it looks stupid yeah. and so we needed him to do that but he didn't really know how to drive which was really since hard. strand driver fig came to play yep. chase went behind the camera yep, yep. got me whipping out of there um so we filmed some stuff in that garage wait, yeah. wait i'd like to pause real quick because this just clicked in my brain we have the most like crucial components for a car c commercial like Right here, right now. We have the fact diversity. that you have so much experience shooting cars uh -huh. is just beyond me that like, yeah, it just worked out. Like Costas is friends with Chase who has all this experience it shooting cars. Out, it worked out And so then Braden well. is a fucking psychotic driver. Yeah, so it just driver. worked perfectly. Braden's like kind of a stun driver, <laughs> which could is be really convenient. Yeah. yeah, probably could be. Yeah. And Costas kind of Ronin God, which you need. Yeah, which you needed. And then we also brought mm -hmm. in homie Josh, who rigged his fucking car to bless to his heart. This, this was the craziest setup I had ever seen. Yeah. So homie Josh had like a, 
it's called the tetra T-tatra? it's made by dji it's, it's yeah well he had the dji the crazy system he had like a kessler crane he had this crazy Was way it to tilta tilta no but then it's called like a hydra Hydra, nice chase. So Josh had a Tilta Hydra setup on uh-huh. his car, which like is a crazy arm that sticks to your car, basically. And then he had a Ronin setup with his DJI Ronin Four mm-hmm. or Four D, like the actual yeah. camera, Four D. And then we could monitor it from the front seat of his car with an iPad looking thing. And had, had lidar tech that the, could the move craziest, the fucking thing. You literally like with your finger, you drew a square yep. around the object, and it would like lock onto we the filming. object, and it would like lock on and film yeah. it and it you was could, so crazy it was perfect dude. Left, it never it right it wasn't like you it know was it wasn't racking it was literally locked dude yeah it was so that was huge so we filmed a lot of car to car stuff which was really cool with our permits with all of the permits we had we permitted all of the streets um so that fucking rocked so we had that kind of going which gave it some like space some really like production value and then we fucking we got all the shots dude we did we ate in austin we ate in austin austin was austin like, was our best dude then we went and we were still hungry went to terry black's oh yeah terry black's fox got Everybody, fed more yeah got fed more did you fly the drone before terry black's i did oh i did fly the drone before terry so black's. we stopped eating right be- right, right when bef- you put the drone up yeah so i remember we pull off on this desolate ass road yeah and chase goes yo fig It'd be crazy if you crashed. I'm like, you're right. That'd be fucking. I said, what did you say? Was that not what you said? I said, said, right when we sat down, I said, Josh just told me, he pulled me aside. He said, there's a lot of power lines out here. Don't hit one. I've seen a lot of people crash. And I tell you that as you're like, as you're saying, not me. And you're just like (laughs) ripping it up there. Dude, I remember it takes off and I see, I spot the car and I'm like, go bird dog go and he's just vroom, and i'm like oh shit i got the best shot ever yeah. bam yeah. telephone wire bro and it hits the car you probably seen this clip where i get into keon's car and i'm like i crashed the fucking drone yeah. god damn it and he's like and I, we try to find it bro i'm i'm also petrified of being in these random people's uh Scary. yards in texas? in texas and all of them say don't tread on me uh no trespassing i'm like oh shit yeah, like really am scary. i you know it's am really i scary. this is probably isn't a good idea and i'm trying to knock on people's front doors no one's answering i'm like do they what's the deal do they have the drone anyways we don't get the drone back i'm like it's done we just blew 1500 bucks next day i get a dm you be figgy question mark i go yeah because you've written on your drone i had, I had oh wow. i had this sticker that's on this oh, mic right just the sticker he goes i just looked you up on instagram he goes i'll ship it to you tomorrow no problem i sent him i sent him some bread i was like dude you're the best guy ever and he's like i don't need it i'm like what a nice person the nicest guy ever dude and that's why you have miscellaneous extra costs exactly. in the budget totally totally and that that drone though never caused any damage to anybody else and that's a very important portion <laughs> of the story <laughs> mm. that you need to know um if, if so in austin no damages yeah. to yeah. other people's stuff you're not the only one that crashed something though in austin oh remember the last Coast day with the rental <laughs> <laughs> so Shit, it. dude i i scuffed a little bit of the wheel of one of the rental what cars. shot was it it was the very it was last the, dude, we were shot. trying to just get like the city <laughs> pickup like, dude, shot you were just remember? like you were like car back up and but don't get too close to the curb and i think i tried to do a little parallel parking action or something and i and i scraped yeah the, and we were just like Fuck. The oh, it then, was so loud and it's funny because we're running like okay we're fucking shooting this shit we're directing <laughs> we're thinking it we have shot lists we came prepared but we're kind of thinking a lot of stuff on the fly we are also the guys that return rental cars to people and try not to let them see that the fucking wheel is scratched. We were doing so much fucking random shit. We cleaned it so hard yeah, at dude. Josh's house. Yeah, dude. But we fucking, you know, the guy didn't even notice really. Oh, I dropped it off. Yeah, and he didn't care. I was with you. No, Remember, you, he's you like, this is my me. brother's. Yeah, you were with me. And I was like, yo, this happened. Um, I'm so, so, I was devastated. That he was like thousand bucks. And he goes, yeah. oh, we don't give a fuck. I was like. He, didn't he say like, this is my brother's car? He's like, we don't give a fuck. And then he goes, I'll send a picture to him, but I don't think he cares. And yeah. then he sent me back, he goes, they don't care. I was like, okay. Rock and roll, Rock baby. and roll, brother. So then we moved on to Florida, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Florida was trickier. Oh my God. What so, hap- we, we were flying there and something happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm in the air. My phone finally gets Wi-Fi. And I see that the weather is updated. It was seven days of sunny. If you guys know Florida. It's a little bipolar and just flip, yeah. dude. Rain, 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 rain. Thunderstorm, thunderstorm, hurricane, hurricane warning. I'm like, oh my God. And we're flying in that night. Um, we we had to shoot it in that day. We had to shoot, we had to shoot in the, that, that two day window. That was it. That was all we could. Um, and so then I'm like, okay, well, let's go to the place and let's see, you know, what we can get up to. Also, when I land, I get another phone call. It's like, a, it's like midnight when right. we land in Florida. I get another phone call. Hey, is this the, uh, you're renting my Porsche Taycan tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's me. 
oh, the fender off of it is just destroyed, so I can't rent it to you anymore. I'm like, cool, the shoot's in like fucking eight hours. It's great. We'll, we'll figure it out. And we needed that to match the scenes that we were going to shoot it, later it, in It LA. was super convenient, too, because there were so many Porsche take hands in, in fucking Pensacola, <laughs> so, wherever the fuck we're at in Florida. Pen, yeah, Pensacola. There, were, <laughs> there, there, were any, there were no more, which sucked. <laughs> no, and so thankfully, out of like god's grace are uh are someone we're shooting with he's like i have a friend who has a take in yeah. you can have it for like 45 minutes to an hour and our main talent was kostas's dad right so uh, <laughs> keeping track of the talent budget yeah we paid someone in austin like 500 bucks uh-huh. for her services which uh-huh. was kind of underpaid sorry but we were nice we bought our food and stuff i mean it wasn't going out in the world anywhere this was just a parking garage yeah no exactly. no, no, no like oh like the, there's like, no licensing yeah there's no licensing yeah. so i feel like that was a yeah, fair rate fair for rate. like Three hours, four so hours. So keeping mm. track of our talent budget, next talent <laughs> is a successful businessman played by... Greco Garcia. Greco Garcia. <laughs> Who, did we pay him? Yeah. Yeah, and he gladly took the money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Never mind. Right. You don't want to donate it back to the budget. Oh, yeah, Cheapo. He's like, here it comes, this, here's this. Yeah. He's like, oh, we he's also like paid- when's, when's my check hitting, by the way? And how's that video coming along? <laughs> Yeah, which is another hotel room, of course, and all that stuff. Location that we get over to, though, this was great. Um, they weren't planning on us oh. being inside the location. Right. This was like a little miscommunication yeah. between yeah. the company we were working with and the hotel yeah. where the stuff was at that we were filming because they didn't know that we were showing up no. to shoot. And they were like, you can't shoot they here. They did no, not like they, us. They were not digging it. And so we're like, okay, well, it doesn't really make sense if we don't shoot in here. So then we get our couple shots and it was literally 100 something degrees. Oh and my god, tarps off. We all we tarps off. off. We were dude. filming tarps off that day. Within five minutes. There's an awesome photo of us that I really love that I Naked. want to get like, framed one day. Yeah. It's just us tarps off, like reviewing footage. Which Sweating is really our funny. Balls off, yeah. dude. Yeah, oh my god. And, and they go. So we we go to a we have to get a shot at a Porsche dealership. And mind you, we're not location scouting this stuff. We don't have friends in these cities. And we don't so, have enough money to do no, a scout. No, we don't have scout. any money to do a scout. So we're like, you know what? Let's Google Earth this shit. Yeah. So Reef finds us this Porsche dealership. And so we drive pretty close. Pretty close to this Porsche dealership. And we're scouting it out. Just so happens that a Taycan had been sold that day pretty up close to where we need to be. Yeah. So we skedaddle in. Kosas' dad is driving the car. And we get our one shot closer to the end of the lot where Kosas is on the road. And Chase and I are purely just there for morale boost and scouting <laughs> yeah. and making sure we don't get we're arrested. Just we're just fucking like birds texting Kosas. Like yeah. we, oh, we, I think we called him. We no, were, but you were there. I was there. Oh, yeah, I was, was there. there. I he remember there. you getting the shot. I was 100% there. I remember I directed you to do this and Absolutely. Do that, remember? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, oh, yeah. why did I think it was just me, you... And my dad. Did no. we drive two cars? We were one car? No, just one car. We just all drove the yeah, take-in. Okay, we all drove in the take-in. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. so that, that he gets the shot of him like walking out and pulling out. So then we've got that. We're like, okay, we're good. But the one shot of the script, we needed to literally be walking into a Porsche dealership. <laughs> and so right. we pull up to the front. Kostas has the Ronin out. He's getting ready. Chase is outside. I'm in the car. I'm the getaway driver. Yep. I'm ready to rip, Kostas dude. gets like one shot at this. You get one good shot at this. He does his Manual thing, focus dude. lens, too. Manual focus lens. And we told my dad, like, don't really walk in. Like, walk up to the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 My dad just, like, walks straight into the yeah. dealership. He goes, hey. what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Turns around. Dude, they are all looking we, at we us. Look at, we look at the. Filming us. Yeah, filming us from the damn windows. And we just skirted out yeah, of there. Yeah, they were not happy either. They were not but stoked. So then we, somehow, again, we got all of our shots, dude. Dude, kill the shots. The dude, and that shot is so good. Yeah, that's, yeah. like, one of the better shots yeah. in the video. If I showed you that shot, you'd think I, we directed the biggest commercial Right, for and we, like, rented Porsche, out the Porsche. For Porsche. Yeah, so that um, a lot. and then because the hotel shots worked, we dealt with some rain, but we like had pockets of sun that we were able to shoot what Five we minutes. needed. So it was like kind of cohesive because we saw some rainy shit, but then it all looked different once it was fucking but, sunny. And, but then all the shots that we like the B roll around Florida, we were just like driving around trying to find cool places. Normally yeah. you would scout that oh, beforehand. Yeah. I remember like flying the drone. We just like found a road that looked kind of interesting. It was hard because of the, the scouting thing made everything so hard. And then a lot of the communities were gated that had the yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. So then it was like, uh, oh, oh my God. And we hitched home. We hitched home to LA. Another $400 yep. Uber to the airport with right. all of our heavy shit. So then we come back to LA and we have what, like two or three shoot days here, I think? Something like that. We yeah. get to shoot at the Grove. We shot at the Grove, which, which is, is really iconic. Cool. 
Because we actually like had the Grove locked down. We like got an to entire section of the parking garage locked yeah. down. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Which made it was so that sick. rocked actually. That, that totally was like rocked. one of the cooler things. That one's pretty smooth too. Like nothing weird happened. We just like got the shots we needed. Well, well people kept trying to drive through our our oh, set. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying. And we had to direct traffic to start going right. the other way. We had to have Keon start directing traffic. Right. Keon was in the video. We had John. John was helping oh, us yeah. too. Yeah. Keon was in the video at the Grove. He's like the student again. Saved money on fucking talent, <laughs> yeah. dude. See, Keon was our talent. He was kind of good too. Remember he was a great actor. When we realized that he could kind of chef on on camera. Yeah, the yeah. acting chops for sure. Because earlier in Austin and Florida, Keon he was not pulling his weight, dude. He was just moving a little slow. <laughs> you remember? And he would just kind of be like, dong, dong, dong. and we're like, "What are you doing?" And then he really shaked up after yeah. that. Dude, dude, we had to get Keon. Keon not not loving the early riser stuff. No, not early. Well, we riser. had to get Keon up at seven. He was like, "Bro." Yeah, did not love it. <laughs> the Gen Zs aren't fan. I'm not a fan. I hate Early Rising, but I don't like it either. Honestly. But it was funny. It was so funny. We uh, the it was so helpful though to have him because we had a whole nother set of hands and dude, we were short staffed. We, we needed we needed uh, we needed rocks to help us. Yeah, we really did. One of the things that we underestimated is the fact that we were dealing with electric cars. It's not like you could just go to a gas station and fill up. Like you have to figure out right. where to actually charge the cars. Bro, we came to this apartment building once we were in LA and all of these cars were dead after driving them around, getting all these rolling oh, shots yeah. all day long. So I go down to the garage and I figure out that at our apartment building, you don't have to pay for the charge it's at the time. <laughs> at the time <laughs> so I they figured I, him out. I, yeah, they, they caught on to me. But uh, I, I figure out that I have three cars outside that all need to be charged. So I set an alarm at two in the morning. I set an alarm at four a.m. I don't even know if you guys knew this. I set an alarm at four in the I morning. I didn't know this. Then I get up at seven thirty and to plug charge in the, different cars. Well, yeah, because bro, they were they take so damn long, right. and the Tesla charger wouldn't work for the Polestar, oh. so you can't go to a Tesla supercharger station. So I'm like, oh my god. So I'm getting down there. I'm like exhausted. We finally get all the cars charged, and it, it was just like. Like everything that could have, you know, could have, uh, could have came our way, came yeah. our way. Oh, you, yeah, dude, dude, imagine we're, we're batters, curveball, slider. Yeah. Oh yeah. Knuckleball. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're following them off and we're hitting singles. Dude. Oh dude. Yeah. We're, we're hitting, we're but hitting. We did hit one home run in LA because <sighs> the CEO of the company was like, all right, I know it doesn't make, I don't even think he said it doesn't make sense. I think we might've told him, Hey, the show doesn't make any sense. But he's no, like, no, 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 no. I don't even think that we told him that it doesn't make sense. We just nodded and said, I yes. think we just said, yep, you're giving us a million dollars. Right. And then after the call ended, we were like, I don't think that really makes sense. <laughs> so there's this whole anthemic video. He's like, the end should be just a ton of people running under the Venice sign in Venice, California, <laughs> which logistically a nightmare right because there's cars that drive through there there's people that are walking around we also tons of cars don't have money for talent so a ton of people is tricky don't have money for permits don't have money for permits <laughs> we get like one shot at this basically we were getting the shots in LA that we needed though we shot in that one garage we had to do some fucking car tetras to get it we got the shots the stair tubes we had like a cool purple light because that was the company's it's color one of the best shots that shot fucked dude and it wasn't planned yeah. for by the way we just kind of sauced it up remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, dude, we got kind of nice. Once I put two stair tubes in my hands, we started getting some cool shots. You were filming, I would just do it. I'm like, what if I did? No, bro, and I remember getting there, and I, I've been to the garage before I go, and I plug some shit in, shit's working fine. It's great. I'm like, okay, we're good. The day we showed up for the shoot, oh yeah, you know, a little mouse got in the, in the wires and said, I'm going to cut all these fucking wires. So I go to plug in our light. I'm like, oh, okay, that's not going to work. Um, oh, so I... Yeah go to every plug in the damn garage none of them work so i'm like okay i have v-mount batteries that we've rented so we're going to use these v-mounts yeah the, the, the 600d runs through those Burns v-mounts up. in like 15 minutes so we had these huge lights for some stuff and then towards the end i'm like i feel like the power on this thing is just not hanging and thank god we were done uh, because right when we were done they all died everything yeah, died all everything the lights died. died and it was like oh my god dude so be prepared get a generator get some power i mean we had every ex- i went and bought so many extension cords for this i they're still in our, in, right. our, in our thing i bought like hundreds of dollars of extension cords and power surges all this shit well it doesn't help if you can't fucking find an outlet and if you if your regular light breaks and you still have a stair tubes that are colorful just tell, just think, think ethereal, dude. Think interesting. Think a dream. You're like, what would, the, what could this look like if you didn't have normal light, but you had purple lights, dude? And now maybe it's like a dreamy kind of sequence. You know, you gotta fucking solve problems on the fly. And that shot ended up being one of their favorite shots, dude. But anyways, circling back. So then we do that. We get this shot of our actor Sharif again saving money on talent. 
Sharif is like a college student, right? And we're doing a time lapse with you. Sharif was a worker, and right? He, and he's over here, like putting up a poster in Venice. And we had that was the scene I wrote. It's a good scene. You did write that scene. Yep. It yep. was crucial for the whole yep. thing. Greco's there. He's getting all set up. And we had a pretty bootleg-looking poster. Remember yeah. that? Oh yeah, that's not me though. I wrote wait, the scene. And, and make then the poster. wasn't it like, could we not find a printer? Like, didn't we have? Yeah, that's that why it looked so bad because I had to go to fucking FedEx and be of- like. Yes, just try so many different types of prints. And again, no money. So I had to do the cheapest fucking print to it get worked, done though. in that day. It totally red. But dude, God, there it's just there's so many things. But anyways, fucking it's a movie scene. We shoot a time lapse, but it's like a C seventy time lapse, so I I like on the camera I was using <laughs> fucking pulled the shutter to three sixty degrees, three hundred sixty degrees, which is like a slower shutter. It looks cool for a time lapse because you get more motion blur with the sped right. up thing. Then we go to shoot this big fucking scene where we have the Venice sign. We've just called everyone we knew basically to come be our we had talent. Like 40 people. Yeah, we had, a, we had, we had a good squad. And the shot is we're just going to run under this Venice sign a few times and we're just going to hope for the fucking best and hope we don't get arrested. Basically, was the thought. I remember going there and like, we could get arrested. 100%. Yeah. Well, we, I was expecting a fine. We were yelling action, which was bold. <laughs> You know, we should have came up with a code word like cacao and then everyone ran. You know? I loved the pre the pre run speech that we gave. Oh, we were huddled around. Yeah. I feel like we were going to war. We were at like the start of the crosswalk basically <laughs> before we flooded the fucking street. Like, what are we doing? And we're like, all right, guys, when we start action, you just fucking run. We got this. We have like one to two shots of this. Anyway, so we do it in my angle. It's kind of like the hero angle from the back, just mm-hmm. pushing it with everyone. Yeah. Didn't change the shutter speed back to 180 degrees. So it looks a little motion blurry if you look at it didn't even tell Kosas. i told brayden and he was like i thought that looked a little soft <laughs> and i didn't tell Kosas because i didn't want anyone to know ever and so if you're all guys are listening sorry but it looks fine it totally worked no it worked. It we looked, got the fucking shot it somehow, looked fine. you got the shot i don't know how we got the shot and it looked the shot actually kind of worked too it was kind of no, cool it, it looks kind of right it looked great it was so funny yeah one problem that we ran into though you yeah know, one yeah one right. another one um <laughs> part of the deliverables right is like the bts stuff so we have to interview the ceo and the people of the company right, right to make the videos so um and we were i think this was before the venice shot and we were like kind of like low on time so the ceo is like oh we can shoot it you know at the hotel there's this beautiful little like uh like this balcony area type thing it's like open to the public there's no one here whatever it's great People who don't do what we do don't really understand like logistical things. For example, an interview should always be shot inside and you should always have like a locked off area to shoot an interview. I go to set up this interview and I'm like, oh, this is a problem. They were literally setting up for a party. Oh, right. As I'm trying to shoot this interview and we're trying to convince these people that like it's okay that we're shooting there. They're like, did you guys talk to the hotel? We're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, whatever. And... They have like plates and and forks and knives and just all this clinking. And I'm like, this is gonna sound absolutely terrible. But you know, I still had a poker face. I was like, let's do it. We ended up recording it and like Lav Mike's kind of saved it. Right. But man, it was like not great. No, and to top it off, Chase, Sharif, and I are gonna get a pickup shot of the drone whipping behind the car. Oh, right. So we got the FPV drone, and we're up in the Palisades. This is the second rip at the, this the is drone it. for so, the shoot. Yeah, the guy sent the drone back to me. It yeah. only had cracked propellers and a broken battery. It's completely fine. So I strap it back up, put it out for battle, and I, I tell Chase, I go, there's no wires on this road, right? And we both thought, that there, dude, we walked down the damn road. We walked pretty far down the road. Right. There wasn't wires in vicinity of, of the thing. No. Um, you know, someone, you know, just struck a lightning bolt and put a wire down the middle of this road. And so I'm whipping, dude. I'm like, oh, good shot, good shot, good shot. Smack the lip. Whoop out. Yep. Drone just, I'm, I'm looking and it's just tumbling in and circles. And it's like high and oh. it's falling like weirdly slow because of how it's spinning so Bro, fast. It, so it, it ended up knocking off one of the whole blades. So it's still up there with three blades and it's like, I'm tr- I can't control it. I have no. Yeah, you're try- don't I'm you trying, don't you send it up? I, yeah, I, I send it up and it just goes. And Brayden and I are just watching this like, oh God. Oh yeah. God. And so Sharif and I are tracing. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then we look to our right. And it, as there, the drones fucking it's a whole, slow. Damn, whole damn fiesta on the yeah. corner of the thing, dude. There's yeah. so many people. I'm like, oh my god, dude. If this this could kill somebody, right? Because it's so- just falling from the sky so fast. So fast. At this point, so and we're fast. Just watching, just it. watching it. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And as soon as that happens, I see this car pull up, and I'm like, 
go. It's like rounding the go, corner. Yeah. Go. And he's just looking at us like, I honestly think us yelling at him like slowed him down. 100%. He was like a little confused. He was so confused. We're like, go, go, go. Drone comes down. If this was the car, it grazes the back. Thank God. Just touches it. Just gives it a light kiss on the butt. Smacks in the ground, literally destroyed into forty-seven oh, pieces. The drone is shattered. The drone was Dude's in s- car. Fine, okay, buddy. Completely fine. It had like a scratch on it. The guy that gets out of this car <laughs> was just a reincarnation of like Giannis. I'm like, dude, he's, just he the most jacked guy I've he ever seen. Like, dude, he looked like Johnny Sins. Johnny yes, Sims? Yes, he Johnny did. Sims. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's actually great reference. He looks just, just like him. Dude, homie's been but, a fucking so, firefighter, so a jacked. bodyguard, a doctor, a nurse. Dude, he was he's lived and he's ready to fuck us up, bro. He got out of the car screaming. I go, I have great insurance. Don't beat us up. Yeah. And I'm like handing over my card. He I was also, scary. Yeah, it was insane. Um, then he was trying to charge me like $6,000. There was literally a scratch on the back of the car dude like almost like on it was almost nothing it was almost nothing it was and crazy. the car had scratches all over it like, oh yeah it was yeah. a piece, it was just beaten to shit and so then we we ended up getting, i had to give him my insurance i had to pay a thousand dollar deductible it was great that also ate into some profits and right. stuff it was great yeah um <laughs> we still had another city that you had to go to and you you oh yeah, yeah. and you Cosas had to go to sf on a random weekend which was fine you just went for the day literally yeah like Flew out in the, the morning and morning. Yeah. came back that same day. And then you and Reef went to Chicago. Chicago was chill. They they rolled out the red carpet for us when we got to the Amex Hotel. And it was great. It was the easiest shoot day ever. Except, again, dude, it, you got to scout so hard beforehand because you have to know where the outlets are, where right. how much lighting you need. And you should really have like images of the stuff beforehand and start to plug it into a software. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's a lighting software where you can pull in all the oh, lights. Yeah, you yeah. can see what it's going to do Previs to your subject. Like yeah, yeah. It's, you can see what it's going to do to your subject. And like it, if you're getting, uh, you know, in different cities and different states, like you have to do that stuff because you don't want to leave it up to a chance and up to an assumption because the mother of all fuck ups is assumption. Absolutely. We also good. didn't really scout even the spots in LA and we didn't know really what like the garages looked like and it's really hard to make a garage look sexy. We did scout the fucking Colorado Center and I, we nailed it. I scouted on my bike when I had my bike before it got stolen and we knew exactly how that shit would line up and it totally worked. Scouting is so important. So anyways, then we get all the shots and we fucking edit an eight minute movie Wait, that but, no one wanted. <laughs> but there was almost going to be an, a whole other scene. Right. There was a whole other <laughs> thing. It had no connection. It had no connection. <laughs> Basically, we were going to shoot with an NFL player in, in New York because of some connection. For like an hour and Brady yeah. and I were like, well, fucking red eye it, dude. <laughs> we'll red eye it at midnight. For 10 grand, we'll red eye it so fast. <laughs> they were like, yeah, he can only do it tomorrow if we can do it. So you guys got to get there and yeah. we'll pay you an extra $10,000 to do it. <laughs> and we, were, we were so down, but then it fell through for some reason. I would have done it too. I would have done it too. It was literally like get there at 6 a.m. New York time and come back and land in LA at like 8. It yeah. was so weird. Like 8 a.m. LA been hell, time. Dude. It, it literally would have been hell. But yeah, we fucking, we got all of our shots. We dude. turned around an eight minute video yeah. and then we got it down to a minute and a half. And they loved it. They loved, dude. They liked it so much that they gave us a tip. They all gave us a tip. Never heard of that before. Even Sharif got a tip. Bro, but they it turned didn't around cash. the Starbucks thing and they said 15, 20, or 25%. Yeah. And they, gave yep. us- they gave us a tip, which has never happened before. So all this shit happened, as long as you get the fucking shots and you put a lot of effort into the edit, you can still make something great. And we did. I mean, I pride us on like, we gave them some gold at the end. You know, like we did make a really good video that we put a lot of fucking work into. It was a great video with just so much learning experience. And I can't stress to you guys enough though, like bring on talented friends to, to help right. you with the stuff. Like if I, I wouldn't, you just, it's not possible to do something like this by yourself. Um, and like really having every one of you that's so good at your thing makes stuff like this even possible. Like when you look at that video, it's like, oh, that crazy Ronin shot. Coach just ripped on that. Oh, Reef lit this shot. Reef set us up for this. You know, Chase yeah, yeah. had all of these shots like, you know, printed out for us and ready to rock and roll. And it's like, that is what made that thing so fun and like, Man, I just, I love, I, I giggle. It's funny thinking about it because I, I've, I remembered some traumas that we had that I forgot about uh-huh. that make it, that was less fun. But God, I think of it in such a fond light. Like it was fucking chaos, but it was so yeah. fun, dude. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Yeah. And just so many variables that you come 
to after and you're like oh we could have done that better and like i remember what reef and i did after the shoots i would go to his crib and we would write down like yeah. what went super well what went horribly and i text you guys this in yeah. the group chat and we're all sending it and so then we printed it out and we we're looking at it it's like okay how can every time you shoot something you should do something like that um and you know rent uh, look at your process because then you can make the next thing so much better and you're refining all the mistakes and then they don't happen again. You know, right. I think it's okay to make a mistake totally. once. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Just but it's, you totally. shouldn't make it again. Exactly. And just make a note of that. So yeah, especially in the world of production where mistakes are bound to happen every single time. Yeah. There has never been a perfect shoot. You just gotta be fucking flexible. But yeah, we, um, we delivered all of our deliverables. We made a good video. We're proud of, and that was it. And now we have an epilogue for when they had a, an awesome wrap dinner that they planned for us. They were so, dude, nicest <laughs> clients ever, dude. Best, they fucking rock. Best clients ever. It's at a nice fucking hard as fuck to get into a restaurant in LA. And they have a reservation for, what is it, eight of us, I yeah, think, total? Yeah, definitely eight. And Braden's like, cool, eight. But I'm going to bring my girlfriend and Keon and the other guy that helped Johnny. That's his name, yeah, right? Yeah, John. I love John. Um, and we were like, because they were like, dude, I don't know if that's going to work, like, though. This didn't but even cross my brain. I was like, you know... I've heard of adding an extra seat. Yeah. You know, going from eight to nine. Going from eight to double digits to 11, dude. Right. Pushing it a little bit. Wait, Especially, they didn't know who we were? Yeah, that's what I tried to say. Yeah. I was like, you guys. And Brandon even asked here? beforehand. He was like, nah, just come. It'll be good. Right. So we get to the door. They were like. Denied. Denied. And we were just like, I'm like, I'm still going to dinner. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and so then I gave her the, we gave them, uh, we the, gave them a little. The production We gave card. them the, the production card. And they Your went Amex. to. Dude, they went to. They of went all, to like, Instead Ruka, of right? no, dude. Instead of Chipotle or something, they went to fucking Boa Steakhouse. Of course, like, dude. It's like four hundred dollars a Boa Steakhouse between Keon, That's Chloe, funny, and John. Dude. I go, what did you guys order? The tomahawk? Right. Like, holy shit, dude. Been to Boa, easy to spend four hundred. <laughs> oh, I bet. Hey, that day was also me and Braden's birthday for our rap rap dinner. It oh, was, right. Sharif got lit. Sharif dude. did get lit. Well, that was my birthday. <laughs> Sharif totally hit on one of the clients. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? And I wouldn't trade it for the world. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, episode 87. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the 505 Podcast. I'm going to go hit 400 foot bombs right now at the softball field. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. Bye. Later.